Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. Welcome today as we continue to walk through the Gospel of John, John chapter 15 this week. And yesterday, we looked at Jesus' call to glorify the Father by remaining and abiding in His love. We looked at John 15 verses 8, 9, and 10, and today we're going to look at those same verses briefly and then tack on verse 11 because this works together in such a wonderful way in the believer's life. And so let me show you our text today. John chapter 15 verses 8 through 11. This is what we saw yesterday if you if you tuned in. Jesus says, By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so ha- so I excuse me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. This is what we saw yesterday, which is just this great picture of Jesus teaching us to abide in his love. And this is how we bring glory to God. But what I want to show you today is something marvelous. See, when we bring glory to God, that is awesome. And we we might be thinking, wow, that's really good for God, right? I'm glad that God is glorified. But we might maybe in an honest moment say, what does that do in my own soul? What, What does that do in my life? I'm all for glorifying the Father. I, I want to abide in Jesus' love. But what does that mean in, in real terms? What does that mean in my life? Well, look at verse 11. Jesus says the next thing. He says, These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. This is, this is what I mean by marvelous. See, God has made your soul. He has made you. He is is the creator. He knows who you are. He's designed the human soul to work in such a way that we find our joy not in sin. Yeah, sin might be fun. We find our joy not in selfishness. Yes, selfishness has a certain sense of a reward, a happiness maybe, but we find our joy this deep abiding attitude of delight in who Christ is when we glorify the Father. See, the joy that we experience, it's this, it's this deep well of, of delight, knowing that we are part of something eternal. Look at this. It says, these things I've spoken to you, that my joy may be in you. You think about the joy of Jesus. If you were to look at Hebrew, the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, it says that we are to look to Jesus, the, the author and perfecter of our faith. And then it says, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising its shame. This is his joy. Jesus, he, he had a joy set before him as he went to the cross, knowing that it would be suffering, it would be pain, it would be torment, it would be death, and yet it would be worth it for all eternity. This is the joy that Jesus gives to you and I. He says, I have spoken all of these things to you, recognizing that he is going to the cross. He's preparing his disciples for his departure. He says, I have spoken all of these things to you that my joy, not a, not a temporal, earthly happiness, but my eternal, everlasting, divine joy will be in you and that your joy may be full. 
He'll be filled up to the very brim, up to the very top. This is what Jesus wants for us. He wants us to have this joy. But look, this is not a joy that comes from self-seeking or from sinful living. This is a joy that comes from, look with me, when we glorify the Father. By this, my Father is glorified. That you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Here it is. Abide in my love. How do you find your joy full? How do you experience a joy in this world, even in the persecution that comes from following Christ, even in the the frustration, even in the lack of expectations being met, even in the, the drama and the trauma of life, even in the health struggles and the relational tensions? How do you find your joy to be full? Here it is. Abide in the love of Christ. Your joy is not going to be full when you buy a new car. It'll be great. It'll make you happy for a time. Your joy is not going to be full if you, I don't know, find a new spouse. It'll make you happy for a time. Your joy is not going to be complete if you win the lottery, if you get a raise, if you get to retire on a beach in some tropical island, your joy will be complete when your joy will be full when you abide in Christ. I want to remind you that you have a maker and he designed your soul and he designed your soul for joy. And the joy that he gives, nothing in this world can match. Nothing in this world compares to the joy that he gives. You experience when you glorify the Father by abiding in Christ and his love. See, I imagine there are some of us that we need to adjust our trajectory. We're chasing after things that won't fill our joy. We, we, are, we are spending our lives trying to grasp things that will bring a earthly temporal happiness, but will leave our joy empty. If that's you, I encourage you, take some time to pray. Take some time to go before the Lord in an earnestness and in an honesty and just say, Lord, I am chasing the wrong things. I have no joy and I want it. Turn to Christ. Remember that the joy is found in his love. Remember that he loves you. Remember his love was displayed on that cross, paying the price for your sins. Remember that love. Trust in that love. Remain in that love and find true joy. This is our ancient way for our modern day.